Father, while you're here listening to me today, I am challenging you to begin to think right now, what is it that I will pass on to my children that will be a blessing and a benefit? Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. Recently, someone said to me, I feel so sorry for the children today. I don't know what this world is going to be like for them to grow up in. That statement has been made in every generation. The key to having successful children in any generation is giving them an inheritance, first of all, of the Word of God, and then secondly, something from you, especially the fathers, that will cause that children to hold on to something of value. Join us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Spend the time with your children while they are young and while they're in your house and just go with them and encourage them and go to their events and hang out with them and spend time with them while they're in your house. And then when they get 18, run them out of your house and tell them your time is over. Not only should you invest your time, and this is something, and I'm going I'm to talk to you about our culture we need to invest our history and our heritage. There are people complaining about the educators. Why they don't teach us black history in school? I say, you don't teach it at home. So you need to teach about the history. How many of you have history of your family? Where was your great-grandmother born? How many children did she have? I don't know. See, no one else can tell your history like you can. Don't expect somebody else to tell you history then you complain about it. They left out a lot of stuff. Well, you tell it. We have missed the mark when it comes to passing on the importance of our family existence and our family history. As I've been thinking about this and heritage, I, I started thinking, and I've been discussing with some of my family members and with some other men. I said, I don't have anything in my, and I asked them and I'll ask you, who of you have any possession of a material thing that was passed down from your great-grandparent? I say, I don't have a screwdriver, a pair of coveralls, or a coffee cup, or nothing. Because nobody has talked to us about the importance of heritage and holding on to things that we can talk about. We, I don't want that. My grandfather in East Texas had a, I remember him with a mule and a plow, plowing up acres and acres and working himself down to feed the family. And I'm thinking nobody wanted to plow. Nobody wanted any farm implements. Nobody wanted that old scale that he used to weigh those cotton on. That's not important. That's just some, something. What are you going to pass on and say, this is important? I went and grabbed this, this Bible. This is my Bible. Before the days of iPads and having all the electronic things, I preached out of this Bible as we're beginning our church. Got notes in this Bible that was important to me. And I hope my kids don't just say, that old raggedy Bible, Who, what are we going to do with that? I don't want it. One of my father's Bibles that he used for years is buried in the foundation of this church right under this pulpit. I am standing over it now. 
I said, give me that Bible to help us to remember the sermons he preached and the heritage of the holiness and righteousness that's been passed down in my family. What are you going to pass on to your children and make them see the importance of it? People have worked and labored and had success and produced things and it's not even mentioned anymore. So I want you fathers to decide what are you going to pass on? What are you going to say, keep this? I was looking at my old hard hat that I got when I first started working at Exxon in 1978. Got a bunch of decals and stickers on it. I said, I need to tell my children, don't throw that hat away because it don't mean nothing to you. I'm going to make it mean something to you. That hat represents the change in the financial trajectory of this family that is still blessing you today. I wore that hat. And I sweated in that hat. And I had some things I had to overcome in that hat so that you can live like you're living now. And I remember digging in an old garage over in Fifth Ward and saw my father's barber chair torn to pieces in a corner. I said, give me that chair. I'm going to go get it restored. Thousands of men have sit in that chair where he used to cut half of 25 cents a head to raise his family. Somebody need to rescue that and put it somewhere. I know it don't fit the decor of my house now, but it's going to have to fit somewhere because it's valuable and it tells a story of who we are and where we have come from. And you have a story, fathers. If you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it. Invest in your children. We have not valued the property or personal items that our foreparents labeled for and even slaved for. You got property in your family, you say, I don't know, I don't feel like fighting the other folks over it. Fight them! Grab a hold to it. Go get a lawyer and say, I'm going to get a portion that belonged to me so that my children can have it. Are y'all just quiet because y'all thinking, you know, I'm going to do that? Or what in the world is he talking about? (laughs) Fathers, don't don't allow another piece of the family's property to be sold for taxes. That's an investment for your children. (laughs) You don't know what your four parents went through to buy that property. How many hours they worked for below minimum wage. Save their money so they can say, I got something. And then, fathers, be sure you don't pass away without a will or life insurance. That's an investment for your family and your future. Don't say, I don't care what they do with me when they die. We ain't talking about you. Uh, we'll We'll put you out there in the ditch. What about that house you got? What about all that stuff you got? Be sure that I'm, I'm investing in the future. I'm, I'm passing something along. So you want to invest and bless your children. Esau came back to his father after he saw that his father had blessed Jacob and said, Do you have only one blessing, father? Bless me too. And when Jacob then had his own children, he blessed them. He blessed Joseph and said, may the God before whom my father Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life, the angels who delivered me from all harm, may he bless these boys. 
May they be called by my name in the names of my father, Abraham and Isaac, and may they increase greatly upon the earth. So today I encourage each of you fathers to consider, and even more than consider, yet to purposely bless your children. Speak a blessing in their lives. Produce a blessing and pronounce a blessing for their future. You may ask, how can I speak about their future when I don't know what will happen in their future? You know the one who holds the future. Say, Lord, help me to speak a blessing over them. Ask the Lord what's best for your children and speak it. Many times we've spoken what could amount to curses over our children, but we want to speak blessings. And we speak blessings by faith. In Hebrews eleven twenty, it says, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob by faith. What I want to see in you. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of Joseph's son and worshiped as he leaned on the top of his staff. So whether they are, are young and still at home with you or even if they're grown and have children of their own, you can still speak into their lives. This is what I want to do today. There's no better time to begin when we hear something than today. Father, if you're here today and your children are in the audience with you, I want you to stand on your feet and I'm going to invite you to come forward. If you're here and your children are here present today, I'm going to invite you to come forward. Come on, just come on in. Your father, your children are here. And that's one father, he just brought his daughter with him. Well, if your children are here, bring your children here with you. Bring your children. If your children are here, bring your children here with you. Grandchildren, any of them. I want you to stand together. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do it today and just speak a blessing over your children. You're going to speak a blessing over them. And I want you to turn. I want you to look at them eye to eye. I want you to look at them eye to eye. This is a time that you want to speak. They want to hear your voice to speak in them. And I'm going to help you. I'm going to pronounce the scripture. I want you to repeat after me. And then I'm going to give you just a moment after we do this. To say your own blessings in their lives. Repeat after me and say this to your child. The Lord bless you. And keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. Come on, say it like you mean it. Put something in it. Make, it, make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you. And give you peace. Come on, just take a minute and begin to just speak over them. Father, we just thank you as these fathers are speaking. Say, this is what I want God to do for you. This is what I want God to do for you. This is how I want to bless you right now. This is how I want to bless you. Come on, just talk to him directly. Say, I bless you. 
I speak God's prop, God's prosperity over your life. I speak his health over your life. I speak his blessing, his wisdom. I speak that you will be successful in all of your ways. I, I pray right now that you will honor God your whole life. And that God will use your life. That you will be a blessing. You're, you'll run further than I ran and faster than I ran toward the things of God. That your life will be a blessing to you and that your children will be blessed. God will bless you. Those who are unmarried will bless you with the mate. That your family will be blessed for the next generation. We thank you for it now. We praise you for it now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you mighty God. We thank you mighty God. We thank you mighty God. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you, no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you're in Atasca, Cedar, Kingwood, Summerwood, Fall Creek, North Houston, Northeast Houston, you're in our neighborhood. Come and be our guest. I want to remind you that the Beacon Christian Bookstore is located right here on our campus. Almost every Christian bookstore in our city has closed, but we have an inventory of Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school books, offering envelopes, study materials, or whatever you might need. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.